How you doing? How you been? Uh, we're back. You know, took a week off. We're here though. We're ready to work. Ready to you know grind through this episode that we're looking forward to. Yeah. yeah took, a, took a little week vacation. Got golden brown. Yeah. You know? We're back to pencil pushing. To be honest, I I needed an, an extra week because I I work harder than everybody here. So. Yeah. In the, in the podcast lifestyle, the Cubicle Chronicles. Yeah. yeah. I have to do like mind crunches before the show. Mind right. crunches. You okay, do Joe. you do you do brain push-ups? Yeah. Like I see sometimes, but like you know you do you have a little C sessions. Yeah. Like because like your brain is supposed to do a crunch. So. Okay, so anyway. Let's hit him with the news, yeah. huh? Huge, right. huge announcement. So we, we, took two of them. This, we took this week off, and now we have some ginormous news for you. got two of them. Which one do I give first? Good news or good news? Good news. Good news? Better news. Better no. news? No, do the worst news first. All right, the worst, the worst of the good news. So we officially opened up our voicemail line. It's a real number this time, not a voice memo to email kind of business. So now you can call, hear my wonderful voice in the voicemail, and leave us uh-huh. as long as you want. Leave us your know your name, where you're from, all that jazz. And the number is, write this down, 203-936-9165. One more time for the people at home, 203-936-9165. Can I get it one time for the people in the back? Yeah, 203-936-9165. Woo! We're on right. the same brainwave, Mark. I like that. So the, I don't the, like the that. better news, the best news is the Caught Looking Show officially has a website. Baby. We're pushing the content game through the fucking roof. Now, on this website, it's, the domain is thecaughtlookingshow.com. No big deal. Don't worry about it. Just claiming donations for the boys. So what what's going to be on this website? It's going to be basically all the episodes that you've heard so far. There's going to be new blogs, new videos that we're going to be putting up there. So anything that you want to hear from us, you just go to thecaughtlookingshow.com. You want to hear an episode? You want to see some show notes, what we talked about last show? Maybe you didn't get to listen to it yet? Thecaughtlookingshow.com. Whatever you want to do, T. That, that that's just how it goes. Can I just say one thing? Um, this website is f- is very for the boys, but also we're for the gor- for the girls. Yeah, you know. for the girls. Yeah, we, yeah. We and make oh go writing's back. Like we're writing again. Like, yeah, writing. People that's been following us for a good amount of time, like we're writing again, which is good. Exciting times. Don't yeah, so, ride me off. <laughs> so go to the go to the callingshow if you want to see a bunch of shit that we write about and talk about and. Yeah, good stuff. Tell your friends. Please tell your friends. <laughs> so Let's get into the friggin' show. Yeah. So um, we actually have a voicemail. Yeah, we do. To start it off. First voicemail on the new voicemail line. Which, and, and thank you to uh, the person who sent it. You are a valued, valued uh, listener, and we, we, we really appreciate the, uh, the uh, voicemail. All right, let's get to it. Hey, it's Andrew from North Haven. I have a quick question. Are my Phillies the real deal this year? I mean, I've been a long-suffering Phillies fan since about 2007. And this year, it's finally looking up with Michael Franco and Nola. Just, I want you guys to tell me you think they're the real deal. Thank you. All right, so basically, Andrew wants to know if his Phillies are the real deal. Um, first of all, I'd like to say, I don't think the Phillies are the real deal. They've had a great year so far. But the one thing that is concerning to me is they're, one, their age, and two, is their away record? It's not very good. They're, apparently, they have the best home record in the league, but their away record's trash. That's what. That's why I don't think they're the real deal. Um, I think they're closer to being the real deal than they were, obviously, in years past. But if they don't make the playoffs this year, that's also not the end of the world for them because, like you said, they're young. 
the thing that concerns me, the run differential is not like super high. Yeah, it's the worst in the NL East. Yeah, which so, is not a good division. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, outside of the Mets and the Marlins, but of the contenders, they are the, they have the worst one. So I mean, they're they're right there. So you can't already the season's a success because who would have thought they'd be pushing for you know a division you know a pennant and getting that winning that division is something that even if they if they pull it off then they're they might they could go on a run i mean it's it's totally light like possible that they can pull together a few series wins and i mean who knows the nl is wide open so the phillies are, are the real deal because of they have a deep lineup and they have two ace quality pitchers at the top of their rotation yeah and they played their cards right too they didn't sell out at the deadline but they added a piece like Azdrubal Cabrera, who could help them down the stretch. But Ramos, Ramos, yeah, Ramos is easily the better pickup than than Cabrera. Right, and Ramos is, uh, you know, he could return next year too. So, uh, I like I like the you know the medium sized pickups. Not something that's going to deplete their farm system, but something that puts them in contention this year and for years to come. So, do they have a chance this year? Yeah, I, I think they do. I think they're obviously contenders. We see that right now. But if they win the division, you said that they have the best home record. If they win the division, they could be the two seed in the playoffs because the NL West is struggling a little bit. And, I mean, even the NL Central, which has the Cubs and the Brewers, which are doing very well. Cardinals. Cardinals, exactly. They they could still even technically be the one seed if they get hot in the NL. So, I mean, if we're talking about home and road splits, then the Phillies could actually benefit from being the one, and they could win some games in the playoffs. Here's their home home and road split to the Phillies. Home forty one and twenty one, away twenty seven and thirty four. Yeah, that yeah. away that away is abysmal. And but that is also the mark of a young team, right? So that's something that when they get that experience and going to the playoffs this year will be huge for them. If they go to the playoffs, I don't see them being a Twins team that goes to the playoffs, loses one game, and then just is absolutely terrible the next year. I feel like they have built it the right way with guys who can consistently put up good numbers. Reese Hoskins is a, is a animal. Animal, yeah. I mean, he's a future all-star. They have and they have prospects that are coming up. They have uh, a young pitcher Sixto Sixto Hernandez or Sanchez rather. Mm-hmm. Um he's like the number 16 prospect in the MLB. That that's a, you know, encouraging sign especially because their rotation does need a little bit of depth, but the bullpen's solid. They probably could use another piece, but right now the Phillies look like a team that could make a run this year, and definitely will be making noise in years to come. Here's what I got in the Phillies. So they're a half game out of the division, right? They were leading the division basically for the past month. The Braves are back in back in action. But they're still at the top of the wild card. The closest team to them in the wild card is uh, Cardinals and Brewers. They both, all three teams have 68 wins, but none of them have the, the home records that the right. Phillies do. And the Phillies aren't don't have a, a particularly tough schedule going forward so advantage Phillies to make the playoffs advantage Phillies they could be the real deal but I think for this year I put, I'd in my opinion it's a it's a hold up you're not that great yet right they're, I mean they are young they're young so you have to understand that even if they don't make it this year you be satisfied with what you've gotten because they've shown we, you know we're we're real we can play yeah, anytime if, a team that doesn't do well in the years past is even contending at the end of the season, is it's a bonus because you get to watch baseball for the entire year, right. thinking that your team 
might make a run or might make the playoffs. That's exciting. It keeps you interested. Yeah. Absolutely. Here's what I thought. When the when the Phillies got Arietta in the offseason, I was kind of blown away. I remember talking about it. I was like, what the fuck are they doing? Because I didn't think they would be good. And then turned out, Santana. Well, yeah, yeah, they turned got out Santana. they got Santana too. But, I, I mean, Santana hasn't been doing all that great anyway. No. So uh, Arietta was, was, was the big, big fish. Yeah, it was the big fish. And, I mean, they signed him for a good amount of money too. Like, that, that was like a crazy good move. Well, yeah, crazy and, good move, and it, it gave them that veteran that they needed at the head of their rotation because I believe that he took some of the pressure off of Aaron Nola, which allowed him to become yeah, who's a nasty Cy Young, Cy Young candidate. Young candidate. I mean, gross. I don't, I don't think he's. I think it's Degrom, Scherzer are the one and two. Yeah, and then I think Nola is like right behind them. But you, he's what twenty four, twenty five. Like you, here's what we should talk about. about. Not so the Phillies the real deal, but is Aaron Nola the real deal? Do you give him? The benefit of the doubt not being just like a one-year star. No, he's real. No, he's real. He's definitely real. He was good last year. Yeah. For the time, he you know he was decent. He wasn't this. Well, he was he hurt was, at the beginning of the year. Right. So he didn't have. A I remember year. I picked he him was, up in fantasy. Yeah. Ru- ruined yeah. your lives. Don't worry about it. Yeah. He, you know he's a guy that for the next five years or so. I mean, and and possibly beyond that could be, you know, he could put up Degrom Scherzer numbers. If I mean I don't know if it'd be that dominant, but he. Has uh, you know the making of a of a front line. Ace. He could be the guy. Yeah. How nice would it be if if the NL East had all their pitching together and all their teams were good too? So it had Scherzer, Strasburg, Degrom, Thor, Nola, Arietta, and all teams were good. I know that would it, be that would actually be nasty. That and you know what's crazy? You didn't mention one pitcher on the Braves. So that because yeah, they don't have a front line guy. Well, they, they, uh, Newcomb. Why don't I found out? By the way, Newcomb throws ninety seven. Yeah, yeah. Had no yeah. idea. Watching Newcomb game the other night, I was like, "All right, Newcomb throws gas." These goddamn Braves, dude. Yeah, they have so gas. many guys like that that throw so hard. Here's a question: You you mentioned Fultonavich. Is he the real deal? I'm out on Fultonavich. He's great. He's great this year. I'd say like top seven pitcher this year in the league in like AL and yeah, NL. Yeah, he's got a great what a, a just above a two, right? Two two ERA. Something like he, no, it might be a little higher, but either way, he's having a, 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 a fantastic year. year. Strikeout numbers are there. I mean. Throws gasoline. He is a he's another one of those guys that if if he can figure out consistently how to throw strikes because he, yeah. he throws too many pitches. I think he's having a, a good year. I don't think he's good though. Right. I, I think he I think he could be a guy that you look at like Rick Porcello, where he's not like you don't really know what you're getting from him year to year. Where he he has like a dominant year and then the next year he goes nine and fifteen with a four. You think Fulton Avis just got a Cy Young in him though? Like Porce? Well, I don't think Porcello even has Cy Young in him. I think he, he had, didn't he well, get yeah, Cy no, Young? Yeah, no, he won one. Yeah. But I don't. Past that. Yeah, I don't think Rick. I think that was total so flash in the pan. Okay, but that's what I'm getting. That's the vibe I get from Fultonavich, though. Right. Just because, like, I've seen him be so bad right. for a good amount of time. But he's against young. It. He's, he's young. young, but like he had a few years in the majors where he's yeah. just like not bad. good. True. Bad. All right, going so, from a good, from good players to not so good. We'll go. All right, yeah, we'll move right Chrissy into Davis. Yeah, Chris Davis. Um, we we don't really want to talk about the Orioles because they, you know, are abysmal, but. Why not talk about the worst player on the worst team making the most money? So yeah. Chris Davis, I believe he's hitting 168 this you're, year. You're giving him too much credit. He's batting 162. Oh, there we go. So oh 162 God. games. The guy's, you know, he's gonna bat. How many games he played? Let me let me rattle off some Chris Davis numbers for you. And everyone needs to Please listen do. at home. These are numbers you need to know because this man is being paid so much fucking money. Through 2022, he's getting $161 million from the Baltimore Orioles. For every point 
on his average, a million he's getting a million dollars. I just want to say, and the the greatest part of that deal for the Orioles is they deferred the money over. Yeah. It's to like 2030. They're paying him oh, really? like $4 million a yep. year. Bobby Bonilla. That is so bad. It's so bad. All right. So these are Chris Davis's absolutely abysmal numbers. He's batting 162 with 15 home runs, 40 RBIs, two stolen bases. His, oh my oh God, his war is negative. He's got a negative oh war. He's, his career war is 16.1, and now he's negative 2.1. His career war is sixteen. Well, yeah, your war your war goes up as like you you get right, right. Okay, yeah. it's not like a year. It's to a year cumulative basis. number. Yeah, yeah. So his ob his on base percentage two forty three. He's slugging three oh six, and his OPS is five forty nine. Meanwhile, his career OPS is eight hundred. That is, he's slugging. He's worse than people are batting. Yeah. His his three hundred his OPS is three hundred points down from his career right. average. Not even like having a good year OPS, but like average OPS. And that is abysmal. And the and the worst part is, the, everyone when the Orioles signed him was like looked at it like mm, not a good deal because guys like him, I I think of Adam Adam Dunn, who's yes. a guy that you can hit home runs, but you can find yeah. guys who can hit 25, 30 home runs a year and actually hit over two hundred. Well, like, Adam Dunn hit five hundred home runs in his career, but. I'm saying We're that, talking about the type of signing. Uh, yeah, I'm talking about the type of player that he is. Chris Davis is a guy who, yeah, he could put up home run numbers, which he's not even doing this year. But regard, like, if Chris Davis was even had 25 home runs, if he was having a Joey Gallo season, he's not worth what it, what they're paying. The Orioles need to learn what their stadium brings. Nelson Cruz, who's very good still, had a season where he hit almost 50 home runs. Mark Trumbo had a season where he almost hit 50 believe. home runs. And now Chris Davis, he had a season where he hit 50 home runs. I think it was like 51 or 52. Yeah. All as an Oriole. 53. 53. Perfect. And they signed Trumbo and Chris Davis. I don't know how much money Trumbo's making. I think a decent amount. No, I think I think they signed him like three years, 45 million. So it's still, not terrible. Still, and he's not doing that bad this year. But Chris Davis is making so much money to do nothing because of one good year. No, he had two. He had 53 home runs in 13 and 138 RBIs, which led the league. Good. And good then season. in 15, he had 47 home runs. Yeah, he, he was every other – I remember it was like every other year he had a good year, but – Literally, it was. In like the year before that, he had 26 home runs. Yeah. So Chris Davis has always been a hot and cold hitter, and you don't pay a guy just because he hit. I mean, hitting 50 home runs, 47 home runs, whatever it is, um, helps. Obviously, you want a guy that does that, but – when you see the inconsistency, why why pay for something so inconsistent? Maybe he needs more Adderall. I mean, he yeah, got suspended. That, that, 2015 so. was the year he got he got suspended for Adderall. Oh, because what you want to happen with that though? I remember researching it when it happened. He would he had prescriptions for it, but the he was using it for one month without a prescription because he didn't get his doctor to re-sign it. Which I completely do not understand because Adderall is a Schedule One drug. Right. So and now how you would even get it without? Now a he's not only dumb. I mean, now he's not only bad. He's stupid and dumb. Yeah, that's not how the drug works, but it's fine. And he's Forget overpaid. It. No, no, I know, but he like make Chris Davis is dumb. Yeah, and for then, not so he's you know, he is he's he was dumb already, and now he's just like not paying attention and dumb. Can't Wait, track the baseball. Do you guys remember when like Chris Davis with a C was better than Chris Davis with a K? And now Chris Davis. Those were the days when people would say Chris Davis. They wouldn't even be like who. Yeah. Before it was just like, oh yeah, Crush Davis, mashing baseballs yeah. in Baltimore. Now Crush now Davis. Now it's like, is totally oh, which one? Person. 
bad Chris Davis no. or good Chris he, Davis? Chris Davis has been so bad, he Which don't, one? doesn't have his name anymore. Which one? The the bad bad one. The no. one making the one making the good amount of money, which shouldn't be making the good. Can we transfer Chris Davis's money to Chris Davis? He des- yeah, he deserves it more so than Chris Davis, the other Chris Davis. All Chris right. Davis, Chris I'm, Davis, yeah, Chris I Davis. I can't do this. Okay, so there is something of a phenomenon going on right now, um, and it's known as the Little League World Series. And, Best time of the year, and uh, um, we just wanted to say that every single year it feels like. There are just memes that come out of the the Little League World Series, and this year we have, uh, I believe, is Big Al. I don't even know his last name. What is it? Alfred Galea. Oh, what a name! Uh, it's uh, oh, Ham Porter, actually. No, he, yeah, he looks just like Ham. It's kind of funny. All right, uh, so he had in his like player bio where they ask him questions about what he wants. No, this is a different guy. Oh, it's talking, di- yeah. So there was there's oh, two. I, I apologize. There's two Go. guys. Oh, first okay, guy. Even better. So every year there's like one interview that goes viral on Twitter and Instagram. And this year did not fucking disappoint. I was so happy. So the interview goes, he goes, they, they introduce, him, goes, introduce themselves. They go, hi, I'm Alfred D'Elia. At home they call me Big Al and I hit dingers. So there's a little 12-year-old kid just goes up and onto the camera. And he's just like, yeah, I hit dingers, no problem. And it was easily the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. But not only that, I'm starting to think the kids are saying these things on purpose. Oh yeah, definitely are. staged. And what? And they're they're so pure. They're so young and pure. And then they decide, I think I want to go viral. Yeah. And here's what. Here's how I know why. The second kid, his name is Jack Buning from Nevada. He um. They asked him what his favorite actor was, and his favorite actor was Johnny Sins. And they had this on the broadcast for everyone at home who's not an expert in porn. Johnny Sins is a is a male pornographer. Leave it to the porn experts to tell you about Johnny is it, Sins. Is it pornographer? Porno- he, he, porn star, I would have just said. Yeah, he, he fucks women on camera. How right, about that? That is his job. Yeah, and his kid is thirteen, just trolling the fuck out of the Little League <laughs> World Series. And this is like the greatest thing to ever I mean, happen in all of sports. Do you think ESPN was like, holy shit, we didn't realize that? How about the nerds at ESPN who yeah, don't know who Johnny do, Sins do is? Some, do some damn research. Yeah. Like if, if any other sport, like if Bleacher Report saw Johnny Sins, I think they would be like, uh, yeah, maybe we shouldn't run that. If Barstool saw Johnny yeah, Sins, Barstool, they, they would have ran with that. I, yeah. They already did. I mean, they ran yeah. with that thing for a mile. But like away. ESPN is just fucking narcs and nerds, so they wouldn't. They had no clue who Johnny Sins is. And that's just so embarrassing. <laughs> it's so funny, though. The 13-year-old kid from Nevada trolled the fuck out of ESPN. And, and the, the, honestly, the best part is that... He's thirteen. Like, yeah, dude, it's great. Are you watching porn? No. Like, I only my, knew the I only knew a couple women when I was like young, like that. I didn't yeah, know. Like you, well, you know that you know the big names. Yeah, you know the big names, but like you don't know Johnny Sins. Johnny Sins is a deep dive into the porn yeah, world. You really, you, if you're going through like the porn star ranks, like all right, I don't want to talk about this. No, we could talk about the ranks. The rank, <laughs> I think that Johnny Sins is a deep dive into the into the world. And, yeah, it's oh, like you, it's like Mandingo. Johnny Sins. No, yeah. no, Man- that's true. That's true. He's the second most notarized porn star outside of like Ron Jeremy, but Ron Jeremy is just a totally different yeah. animal. Gross, yeah. gross human being. Gross human being, but an absolute legend in like the eighties. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just, I just really like. I don't even care about the baseball in the League World Series because no. none of them are good. No, another dude. Why don't I fucking hate? Is that when people that used to play in the League World Series and now they're in the major leagues, they think that like they're the, like Todd Frazier. Big deal. You went to the Little League World Series. Is that more important to you? Michael could... Dude, oh yeah, dude. He stood next to Derek Jeter. 
That's the dumbest like thing in all of baseball. It goes on every that. year. Obviously, somebody's gonna make. Like, I don't need to know who was in the league. World Michael Series. Conforto, isn't it? He like the only person to play in the league World Series, College World Series, and the World Series. Right? Yeah, make him a fucking cup. Dumbest game. thing. Like, come on. I hate it. It's so 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 stupid. Jason Veritek was in the Little League World Series. Uh, who cares? Jason Veritek sucks. Nah, did he, he was nah. best catch, one of the best catchers of all time. But like, I don't know if I, go I don't. That far, I don't know. He was because just because he was like a, a leader and a captain. Yeah, yeah. He was one of the best clubhouse presidents. What about easily. what about people in the Little League World Series that grew up to be porn stars? <laughs> where are those guys? Where are those stats? Sabermetrics, what, Joe. What's the where kid's are those name? Stats? What's the kid's name? Uh, his name was uh, Jake Buning. Okay. If you see this kid in like twenty years, just doing dirty things, that... the, the man is thirteen years. The kid's thirteen, Jake. Don't talk about him like whoa, that. Whoa, whoa, I'm Mark. I mean Mark, whatever. You know, we're cares. we're interchangeable. But all right, enough about this garbage talk. Um, we're moving to our spotlight. No, we got to talk about uh, rookie of the year. All right, well, I, I was just gonna okay. no, let's talk about rookie of the year. I love that. Spotlight's um, at the end. Okay, spotlight's I, I like, end, yeah, end we'll game. Save the spotlight for the you save know. the spotlight. All right, is the door open? I got a question. The door is wide open. Ask a question there. I love that. All right, yeah. so just blown off. Oh, oh, oh. all right. Um, so there are two absolute phenoms in the NL, and we we've talked about them a little bit before. We also included Glaber in that, but Acuna, Ronald Acuna Jr. Uh, for the Braves has been on a tear lately, and Juan Soto for the Nationals has been as good as you can be as a as a nineteen year old in the MLB. So. Who to you guys is rookie of the year? So originally thought it was thought to be that Juan Soto was running away with rookie of the year. Not so much anymore. He was batting a three thirty that has fallen down to two ninety one. Not all concerned about that, to be honest with you, because his walk numbers are still good and his slugging numbers are still good. Um, I think at the moment it's still Juan Soto. However, if Ronald Acuna continues on the pace he's on, he's gonna run away with it. Am I the first person to ever say Akuna Matata? There's no way. No, you're There's not. No way. You're not. All right, all right. I, you're not. Because I thought about it, but I, I must have seen that. Definitely. Somewhere. I'm though. not that smart. Another so edition of no Joe's way. dumb puns. Yeah. Well, I mean, that was somebody else's dumb pun. I might have to have another one. But Akuna and Soto right now are even. Like like Kyle said, Soto was running away with it literally like two and a half weeks ago. Akuna's put the braids on his back. They're back in first place. Uh Jose Urena is a weasel. Yeah, but. weasel motherfucker. Yeah, that was I was kind of pissed. Like, if every, if anyone wants to know, we, this is an anti Jose Urena fucking podcast. Absolutely. I hate that man. Yeah. No, are you kidding me? So, can I drop? Wait, can I drop some stats? Some stats? On yeah, let please, me drop some stats. Please. All right, Acuna is leading in uh, average in home runs. He's got two ninety five and nineteen compared to Soto's two ninety one and fifteen. However, uh, Soto's got on base percentage and OPS on his back. Just wanted to right. get some context. Um. Acuna though, I feel like brings the complete package. I, I, my favorite right now is Acuna. I mean, obviously, it's subject to change because there's still a month and you know some change left. But Acuna, it, it, I feel like the awards always are won in August and September. You know what I mean? The guy who ends the year the hottest is usually the guy who takes the award. Yeah. And you don't get much hotter than Ronald Acuna right now. I mean, eight games, eight home runs. Yeah, he he was. I mean, three he home runs and a start. Took game. off. To be what everyone thought he was going to be at the beginning of the year, right now, which is exactly when the Braves needed him. So I feel like that clutch factor in that, like you're pushing your team to the playoffs, helps you in the Rookie of the Year award because obviously his team's competing and he's 
absolutely yeah. the most important player right now in, the, in their roster outside of probably Freddie Freeman. Yeah, and it doesn't help that the Soto is on a, on a failing team right. at the moment. The right. team is just floundering. They're both so fucking young, too, man. Yeah, like, yeah they are they, yeah. unprecedented for yeah. two of these guys to be doing this. Yeah, and and I mean, and you flip over to the AL. There's some there's some good candidates over there too. So absolutely, the the NL Rookie of the Year race right now is hot, like smoldering hot, because Ronald Acuna is making it a a a, a huge competition yeah. right now. Because Soto, again, you guys said was thought to be the runaway candidate. Yeah, here's runaway. here's where I'm at. A week ago, I would have said Juan Soto is winning the Rookie of the Year, and if you think different, you're crazy. Yeah. Now. I think it's even, and it could be anybody, whoever stays hot. Right. In a week from now, it's going to be a huge question mark. Yeah. But to be honest with you, it will probably be Acuna right. in a week. Right. We're probably going to come back on the show and be like, Acuna ran away with the Rookie of the Year. He's got like 25 home or whatever it may yeah. be. Right. He, I mean, it's hard to keep up the pace he's on, but I mean. I mean, there's 38 games left. Do you think he could get like 10 more games of this crazy hot streak? I mean, if he hits... 25 home runs, has 70 RBIs, yeah, he, you know, 15 he steals, like, yeah. and he bats 290. Yeah, he's winning, especially because the Braves are good. I, yeah. I think as much as the guy doesn't have that big of a factor on the team, like one guy, you can't deny that Acuna's been an integ- integral part of a winning team. And when they were when he was hurt, they didn't do as well. Exactly. That And that's another thing. He he has – his numbers aren't even a full season. I mean, neither are Soto's. Yeah, they, they have the same amount of Yeah, I was going to say, they're right around there. the same amount of at-bats, so it's it's not like one of them has the advantage over the other. So it's really, really awesome, especially because I love seeing young guys do well. Uh, every year we get these new phenoms, and it's amazing. Yeah, it's great. It started with Bryce and Trout. Yeah. And then it continued with uh, Bryzo. It, then all these players – Machado. Are, Machado. Lindor. Lindor. These guys are just so young and so good. Judge. Yep. Judge. Yeah, yeah, Judge and Bellinger Gary. just last year. Judge, see, Judge is, I don't like talking about that because he was 25 when he doesn't came. doesn't matter. He's no, a rookie. Yeah, young. Just, he, if, 25 if, is young. If you're in your first year in the MLB and you hit 52 home runs, I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're 30. You're still an absolute phenom. Like, that is, yeah, you're not a young enough. phenom. You're still a phenom. You know? The yeah, Undertaker like, in WWE was a phenom. Phenom. He's like 50. Yeah, he's like 50. So, He's still a phenom. Yeah. Um, I'm a phenom. I'm a podcast phenom. No, Joe. No, no you're, you're not. Easily the worst out of the three hosts. Joe, you're mediocre at not even the Not even the most handsome. Well, I'm like the third most handsome. So, I mean, that's... Yeah, I'll... I'll, I'm, I'll not, you know I'm not Mark. I would rather be last than be third. Because last, I feel like you at least have some claim to fame. You're like, yeah, I'm the ugliest. You right there, you're in limbo. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like the NBA lottery. Like, you don't want to be 15. You want to be one. You know what I mean? You don't want no. to be mid-pack. Rather I don't. Seven than fifteen. I think they. I think that's ridiculous. Whatever. Just okay. move on. Just move well, on. I have to spin it in my favor somehow, guys. All right. <laughs> give me this. Just give me this. Okay. Um. So spotlight season. Yeah. It's spotlight season because the race is heating up and third edition of the spotlight. Yep. And this year, uh, this year, this week, we have the Houston Astros who have fallen a little bit. Uh, actually, fallen a lot, but. They have an excuse. They have been mm. riddled by injuries. Do mm. they, though? Nah, I don't know, man. Dude. That's if, a tough excuse. To they me. blew a 12-game lead. I understand, but they've lost what? Let's see. Springer, All-Star. Correa, All-Star. Uh, Altuve, All-Star. And McCullers, All-Star. That right there is four. And McCann. Yeah, and McCann, who's a vet and a good catcher. I mean, like, you can't... It's hard to overcome those. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. So they, they have... There's, it's difficult. Here's my thing with the Astros. Is that they're going to be playing for a wild card spot. 
Like, if you told me at the beginning of the year it was going to be Yankees-Astros for the wild card spot after they were they played in the CS series last year, come on. Well, it's not it's not locked in that they're going to be the at wild this, card. At this point, I'm pretty confident in the A's. I, I buy it in. I'm buying it. So, dude, when I told you the A's should trade for Cole Hamels, you laughed at me. Because they don't have the they don't have the pieces to get Cole Hamels. You I don't think, think so? That, you said that. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, I, if you think that I think it's bad for a team that's going for the playoffs to get Cole Hamels, you're crazy. My point was that like they're going to ex- expend a lot of prospects or whatever or money, whatever it may be, to get somebody that they're only going to have for a couple years. Right. I I I understood that, but. I just think and Cole Hamels is aging on it, and they're they're supposed to be like a young upstart team, just I, like you I know what I'm you. saying. The, the the starting pitcher market is is was, very saturated. Yeah, much yeah. like the much like the Phillies, like I like what the A's did. They right, right, sell right. out. Can we talk about the Astros? Yeah, yeah, we can talk about the Astros. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. I forgot about that. Yeah, that's see, I knew they were gonna bleed over, but yeah. anyway, it's just so, that they, it's just the fact that they blew intertwined. A, they are intertwined. It's a ra- it's a race to the finish. There's yeah. as yeah. I said earlier, there's 38 games left the season. And this is going to be a fucking sprint. And we could still blink, and the Mariners could win it. I know it sounds ridiculous, but by I disagree. Games, it's I think they're not ridiculous. I think this Cano returning ruined it for the uh, for the Mariners, and they're out. I think it's going to be an Astros Yankees wild card game. It's going to be Garrett Cole, Luis Severino. Unbelievable. Oh I don't God. know. Actually, that's interesting. I can't talk about the ad. well. Yeah, I don't know. If Cole gets that start, if they're in oh a Verlander game. probably Verlander yeah I give it to Verlander Morton Keiko owns, owns the no, but Verlander had 14 Ks earlier this year against the Yankees oh, yeah, you're right. see that's we, what I'm saying I when, just when we're talking about the Astros I literally just named five pitchers <laughs> yeah but you got to pick one and all of them but what I'm saying is all of them are perfectly capable of starting the wild card game making them supposedly unbelievable yeah but the A's are just as good as them <laughs> I know it's weird. What is going I on with the I Astros? Well, I, I, it's because you don't have your MVP. You don't have Carlos Correa, and you don't have George Springer. Like those guys, not having those three. Oh, could they have Correa? He's just don't, well, they don't really right, have he's him. back. But he's he was out for two months. But he was last year too. <laughs> what do we say? He's batting. He's two for twenty four. Yeah, since returning from the DL, yeah, he, his batting average dropped from like two two eighty to like two fifty three. Like oh I said God. last year, he did the same thing at the same time, and it was a totally different story. The Astros now, weren't in trouble of not making the playoffs last year. I, I don't I don't know if I would say they're in. I mean they are definitely are in hot water, but I they're I'm, tied for I division. I can say pretty confidently that the Astros are going to be there at the end of the year. I mean I was confident that the Astros were going to win the division, and now I've lost that confidence. And I'm still confident right now that they're going to win the wild card, but they're not a million games up in the wild card right now. They're I think what two and a half games better than the Mariners, some somewhere along those lines. So it's not at all unrealistic for them to not make the playoffs two and a half games in major leagues with 30 30 plus left yeah. is nothing who wins the division astros or a's i like the ace i do mark astros see i'm torn i like i think that i'm gonna go with the safe bet and pick the astros but the a's have proved me wrong pretty much every every moment this that, year. that's the thing i'm tired of being wrong with the a's who do you rather play the a's or the astros oh ace um but can i just say i think the A's will make a push, and they're. I think they're really, really good. I really like this A's team, but I think their pitching is just no starting pitcher. They, they, Trevor Cahill is their ace, and Manaya. That's it. Like they don't. Edwin Jackson. I don't trust him to have a. You know, he gets. He's been traded like thirteen put times. Put him in the wild card game, or like any of those guys. 
I don't Choke. see them doing well. Like I don't see them having a good seat, like a good game, and and it's just too much pressure for a guy who's never been able to do that in his career. Yeah, I agree. Not great. I mean, at the end of the at the end of the season, I just see that Cole Verlander, uh, Keuchel, Keuchel, and McCullers, and no, McCullers is hurt, and Mor- Mor- is Morton. Morton. Yeah, Morton's there. I don't McCullers see those guys falling to Cahill in the in the gang. Exactly, and then. I love I love the A's and I love that you just Kale in the game. Kale in the game. Great. But like again, Brett Anderson's like one of their like top pitchers. Edwin year. Jackson's got a two yeah. five eight. Like it, you that's not sustainable, I don't feel. No. And I this just reminds me of Moneyball so much. I know. I hate to I hate to bring it up again, but the it's just that it just it's just so similar. So the, similar. The the A's have made themselves the Cinderella story of this season. But I think the Astros will bat it down by the end. I, I agree. And the Astros, I think the A's will lose to the Yankees in the wild card game. I, I, I don't want to get into that, but yeah. that's just what I think. Yeah, I, I think that's probably what's going to happen. Like we've said, I have no confidence right now in any team in Major League Baseball to win the World Series. Right. I have none. And especially Except, the Astros. No, I, I disagree with that. The Red Sox have a 750 I, winning percentage. See, now, the Red Sox They're are going to have to prove that they can win a playoff series. Because they haven't. They didn't that. have this team the past few years. But they yeah, no, I mean their lineup is. First like of all, the Red 17. Sox have proved they can win a, a World Series. They have three World Series the past twenty years. Yeah, but it's not the I'm, most I'm, at I'm, any team. I'm, I'm worried about it. Is this yeah. the most at any team? Yeah, I'm worried about this team winning the World Series and the Giants have. This team is better than any team they've ever had in any team in history. No, Pretty I don't much. know. I mean, right now they're winning percentages, but the Mariners in 2001 won the most games. And the next year they weren't in the playoffs. And I think it was that, the Yan- I thought the Yankees in ninety eight they were second. The Astro, I mean the uh, Seattle won one hundred and sixteen games in two thousand one and lost in the first round of the Yankees. <laughs> yep. So yep. That, that's I'm, funny. That's what I'm saying. Like you, you can't. I feel like you have to have a lull, like you, in your MLB. Like it's such a dr- like long season. But these guys are just swept the second best team in the league, the Yankees, right? Yeah. I mean, not just. I mean, like they swept them. Like, right. Yeah. No. They. They. And they owned them. It wasn't. Come on. See, but now, like, the Astros the and the Red Sox animal. at the beginning of the year were together. We thought that the Astros and the Red Sox were going to be the ALCS. I thought the, Astros, Maybe the Yanks. Were, I thought the Astros, at the beginning of the year, I thought it was Astros, Yankees, Red Sox. Exactly. That oh, We all did for a long time because that was our those were our power rankings for weeks. One, two, three. The Astros aren't there anymore. I'm sorry. They're just not. There's uh, better teams in the Astros at this moment. There's a lot better teams in the Astros at this moment. You guys are ridiculous counting out the Indians. Like, you guys didn't even... They're just... It's just the division is so bad, there's nothing to talk about. Well, no, 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 I get it, but it's not like... All right, the thing for the Indians... We're the World Series, but they're well, not, you said not confident you, in the Indians. You were, you were saying the Red Sox, Indi- uh, Red Sox, Yankees, Astros were like the top three teams that, that could do it. The Indians have to be right there. I'm sorry. Like, yeah, they are, but the only reason that I think that they're lesser is because the division is so bad, right? And because the division is so bad, it makes them not as good of a team because they didn't face adversity, right? Well, it happened yeah. to the Nationals last this, year. Wait, they have seven games coming up against the Red Sox in the next two months, year or month and a half. That will tell you where the Indians stand. That will because if they can go into did Boston, they, did they sweep the, sweep the Red Sox in the playoffs last year? Two years ago, they swept. Two them. years ago, who beat the Red Sox last year? Uh, Astros. Astros. Okay. I don't know. I think this year's a different Red Sox team. This year's a different everything. I don't remember a year like this where I just I don't know. Like there were clear dude, front runners I, before I, this. Dude, I, I completely no disagree with that. Runners. The Red Sox are on pace to have the most wins ever. What are you talking about? But the it's they are not, the clear front runner. It's not as if the Red Sox are like holy. They're running shit. away. They're, they are holy shit. No, but it's 
Mookie they Betts are, leads no, the league in average, season, and they have a triple crown candidate. They're at the regular season. And Chris Sale has the most strikeouts. JD, He's got a Cy have, Young tear. Yeah, I, I agree. They're they, a runaway team. I think you guys are underestimating the Red Sox. The thing is, I don't trust their starting pitching. Like after Chris Sale. Sale after sale. After sale. Nathan Eovaldi's been okay. great so far. You're going to trust Nathan Eovaldi in the He's been great so far. Two yes. against a Cole, Verlander, or Morton? No way. Yeah. No way like, Eovaldi or, is better than Or even than if you're going against Kluber. I didn't say Eovaldi was better. I said he's fine. The Red Sox lineup is great. They don't need that. The ALE's pitching scares me. Any, either the, they have the best pitcher. or the Red Sox. They have the best pitcher. They have the best pitcher, but... They have the best like, closer. I would say... You could look at all right. You have Chris Sale, but Corey Kluber, Verlander are comparable. They can. Chris Corey, Sale's better than Corey Kluber. Okay, and Verlander. you're right. But first of all, Chris Sale has never done well against the Indians in his entire career. Does well against the Yankees. Doesn't do well against the Indians though. Doesn't. And that is if they run into the Indians. If the Red Sox fault, if the Red Sox fault is that Chris Sale isn't isn't good against the Indians, well, shoot me because like they're the runaway front runner. That's like just here's, here's how a, are they not? How are the no, Red Sox right, not the runaway? If the not. Astros make the playoffs. They're the front runner because of the rotation. Lunacy. If you if throw, you just you just said if they make the playoffs oh and God, they're the, the front runner in the same sentence, 100%. that's impossible. Dude, you can. If the not... Nationals make the playoffs, they're the best team in the NL. How's that, you motherfucker? <laughs> <laughs> I just dude, I said the crazy. I said a crazy thing too. Let's just blurt some shit out. I mean, if the Seattle Mariners make the playoffs, Robinson Cano doesn't play. Great. It's <laughs> <laughs> well said. It's a real thing. Well, there is no better one through four than the Astros have good in all dude. Of Major League Baseball. They're not as good as the Red Sox. The Astros bullpen's a joke. The Astros bullpen is not as good as the Red Sox. I don't even think the Red Sox bullpen's that good either. They have, I mean, Swag Kelly and, okay. and Craig Kimbrell. Joe Kelly is going to get socked in the face. No, dude, he's, he throws 103 sometimes. He threw so, 103 like once, and it was like a wild pitch. If it's once, it's sometimes. I don't know. The Sox might need Ken Giles. I mentioned that. Show one. Throwback. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. The, the Red Sox are. I, do you think the Red Sox are a clear front runner, Joe? Yes. No. Okay. Like in for all the league to. If I had to pick a team to win the World Series. Yes. Like no. Yeah. No. Like Literally, if I had to yes, pick no. a team to win the World Series right now, I have the most confidence in the Red Sox. But they haven't. Like the only thing that's changed from this year to last year and years past is JD Martinez, which is a huge change, right? But is that enough? Yes, he's whoa, a triple whoa, whoa. crown candidate. But remember that year David Ortiz had like his last year. He was like, oh my god, David Ortiz is crazy good. That was he was JD Martinez. They were pretty much on the same level. I mean, JD might be doing a little bit better, but I trust. I would rather have Big Poppy in that lineup than JD Martinez. And they got swept by the Indians. There's no, there is no guarantee in the playoffs. That's what I'm I saying. There's no guarantee. A, there's no the Red front Sox could be good this year. There's no front runner. I don't think there's any. I think any team that makes the playoffs this year has a chance to win it. I really do. I think you're a fucking lunatic. Give me your, give me your playoff scenarios right now. Because like we need, yeah, no, no, no. I just want your the four teams that make it after the wild card for each each of you. Okay, so for both sides, NL and obviously the Indians because they're and obviously the Red Sox and then Astros and Yanks. you know what? I'm gonna say it because I wanted to say it. Oakland, Oakland's gonna beat the Yankees. NL. Oh, NL. Braves. Cardinals. Brewers. And Diamondbacks. No Cubs. Wow, Cubs aren't gonna make it. See, this is this is gonna exemplify mine and Mark's points because I have almost nothing like that on the NL side, and on the AL side, it's gonna be Yanks gonna win the wild card game. Sadly, uh, A's are gonna win the division, so the Astros would not make the playoffs, and that's 
It like not no, make the wait, playoffs wait. in that situation. That's what I'm saying. If the A's win the division, your the clear Astros your clear are, front runner is not aren't aren't making the playoffs. But listen yes. to me. Listen to me. <laughs> if they win that game, this is the they only are immediately the front runner. This is the. What are you saying, bro? They're, I don't okay, know. Just give me your from one game. Just give me the playoffs scenario, please. A's, Yanks, Sox, Indians for the AL. NL is Phillies, Cardinals win the wild card game. Uh, then it goes Dodgers, still going to win the division. Don't care what anyone says. And then we have the NL Central, Central which is probably going to be the Cubs. Yeah, you got Cubs. Yeah. See, I, I'm that might wait. Just be who, a- who'd you say wild card? Cardinals. Right? Cardinals. Yeah. All right, um, AL, AL, I got here. Red Sox, Yankees, Astros, Indians. I'm just going to play safe there. Yeah, which right. Is, not going to lie to you. That's what I said. So the A's and Astros, oh, as no, we I said, said. A's, I said A's. Oh, yeah, I NL. As we said, A's and Astros are interchangeable. It might be one of them that makes the four. And it's possible that, they, that both the other one wins the wild card. Both yeah, could. I know. But it's possible that one. I don't, think the they, I don't think they both make the playoffs. It's possible, That's... but it's it's it. One's probably gonna bump the other. It's how it's gonna go. All right. So, NL. I got. Let's see. I got Rockies. Like it. Cubs. Brewers. Nationals. <laughs> Dickhead. No, I do. I really. Give me a second to, to to defend myself. There are 38 games left. Nationals have to play the Mets and the Marlins. Seven games back. They were nine games back, so we're, <laughs> we're improving. They have to play the Mets and the Marlins 15 times. They play the Phillies nine times and the Braves three times. You have to go against the Mets and the Marlins. You Tell me, riddle me this. You have to win All 12 right. games. They play the Phillies this week, a three-game series, at home, and the Phillies are very bad away. If they sweep the Phillies... Then you have to worry about the. Then Braves are you worried about the Nationals the making Braves, playoffs? But the Braves are still there. That's there are many big. people out they on the Nationals. Here's my jump. thing: there are many people that are have given up on the Nationals, and I get that just because they're so fucking bad. But it is, I think it's still too early to count them out. I say at the beginning of, at the beginning of September, if they're more than seven games back, it's done. But no, I I, I know what you're saying. Optimism is a crazy thing, my friend. And you shouldn't be optimistic because they're not making the playoffs. <laughs> I don't think so. I, I maybe I'm wrong, and but I'm probably not wrong. So I'm just saying. All right, one we minutes. gotta move. We gotta move. One one minute opinions. Scaff, do you have one this week? Nope. Love it. Okay, so uh, then it goes to me, and this is my opinion. IKEA is probably the worst store that I've ever been to in my life. I, I had to build a shelf for my girlfriend. and uh, it, it is a desk. Excuse me. It's a desk. I had to build it for my girlfriend. And this is what, when I open the box, like 50 pieces of wood come out. A screw the size of like a gallon of milk. You fit <laughs> screws in there. What? And I had to put them all in. I had to Good radio, <laughs> gallon of milk screws. <laughs> that's that's what? what it was, though. Like, you could fill a gallon of milk, like the carton that they give you, even the handle part, with the amount of screws that were in here. I had to put it all together. It took me seven and a half hours. Just- and at the end of it, no, it, I'm not just like that. The way that these things are built, these do-it-yourself manuals, I don't want to do it myself. I want somebody that works for nail stuff 
to come and do my furniture stuff for me. Please. I don't ever want to have to build anything again in my life. Dude, then don't buy anything from Ikea. I don't know what you want from me. It wasn't. That's it, like, where you buy stuff. I never will again. Joe, I just want to say that you know you can have people from Ikea build it for you for, for an extra price. There, there is that option. Yeah, every store has that. You don't have to build it out yourself. Or just go to Jordan's Furniture. Yeah, well, um... With the biggest ropes course I in I liked Connecticut. the challenge. <laughs> Hashtag ad. <laughs> Love you, Jordan. <laughs> I, I liked the challenge. I just hated it overall, and I will never do it again. Wait, wait, by it, do you mean Everything. it at Jordan's Furniture? No, like my life. I hate Jordan's, fur- Jordan's Furniture is one of the best establishments I've ever been to. Sure. Entire life. I, and it's right, ne- and it's right they next have a to Ikea. Pizza so hopefully they put them out of business. You ever see the pizza review for that? Have you ever the actually pizza review for have Blaze you, Pizza? Have you ever like actually been to Blaze? Though? Yeah, like, I wish I had at UConn. Yeah, amazing. Really? Yeah, no. unbelievable. I don't think so. I don't. I, it's like give oh, me your one minute, Mark. Can I get okay. your opinion, please? Can I get your one minute on Blaze Pizza. Um, not that good. So Blaze Pizza, you go there. It's like it's like uh, it's almost like Subway. They just make it right in front of you. That's the problem. You you when you say it's like Subway, why not just say it's like Chipotle? All right, fine. It's like because you're, you're giving it a bad vibe. Right, right. Well, all right. So we didn't create that style. Basically, you put it, you you can do whatever, like, you can, as you go. So you can make your own pizza. Yeah, you build your own pizza. Decide the toppings you want. Right. Right in front of you. Okay, right in front of you. That's great. Sounds fucking great. The thing is, (laughs) the people that work there don't give a shit about your pizza. Of course they do. Not. They do. They do, not. they do care about Dude, you. Are they supposed to kiss your pizza goodnight? I personally no, been sexually I, but you assaulted want by a Blaze do? Pizza worker. A little TLC, tender love and care, baby. I love they my do. pizza. They do. There are like 30 people working there Do you time. want a massage when some when you're making your right. pizza? Yeah, massage the dough, all right? Anyway, Blaze Pizza, if you haven't seen it, Dave Portnoy does a nice review on it, and it gets a zero. Not No bias involved whatsoever. Nah, there was no bias. It was it was a good review. And, and it got a zero because it's so bad. So... That's all I got to say. Blaze Pizza, zero review. Don't go. LeBron owns it. So, right. um, One last time, voicemail line, 203-936-9165. For the people in the back, 203-936-9165. Don't get caught looking. Bye.